0: There's joy in every journey.
1: This is the expressway. In case you are new to the show in the station, we are commercial free for the next 35 minutes. And we have a Creed ticket giveaway. I feel like Jared Sandler. Nam nam. He just he he reinvigorated Creed by putting out the Texas Rangers story, blowing it up. He should be getting some residuals. He should be getting some commission. They had a Super Bowl commercial. And now we have a Creed ticket giveaway to hook you up with here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby at some point in time when Pepe hits the button. He got an entire slide
2: in our PowerPoint presentation at our meeting yesterday.
1: Whoa. Sandler?
2: Yeah, the tweet. His yeah. tweet about Creed was an entire slide. Is like... Check this out. We're we're making waves, people, and so was Sandler, Sandler
1: there at the meeting.
2: No, Sandler doesn't show up for anything. So no, he uh, holy he. Smoke. Holy, holy smokes! Smoke. So so his, <laughs> that that was part that was part of our uh, our year in review in the PowerPoint presentation yesterday. It was like Jared Sandler crushing it, reviving the band Creed after twenty three years or whatever. Wow, so.
1: that would be perfect for it will be giving Jared credit, and he's not even there. Mm. Worked out perfect, <laughs> not to make his head bigger. All right, Expressway, on your home of the Rangers, Sandler was on yesterday, pitchers and catchers reporting, and Chris Young, Rangers general manager, was asked, you guys cool? Resting on your laurels after the first title? One and done. And CY admitted that the TV deal is an issue. You know, we have to be fiscally responsible. There is a financial responsibility there. And they're going to open up the season with Evaldi, Heaney, Gray, Dunning. And the fifth spot is open. Max Scherzer could come back in June. Tyler, is it Malle? Malle, Malley? Malle? What do we decide? Malley. Malley is possibly coming back in July. And then Jacob deGrom started throwing Monday. Could return by August. But there's Chris Young saying, no, we're not trying to just go ahead and not contend. But... Our payroll is going to be the highest in team history. Is Jordan Montgomery just not going to get signed by anybody?
3: So, I I think there's an opportunity here. Um, Like, it
1: feels like Jordan is waiting for us to get a direct deposit. Yeah. He's He's waiting. waiting. He's
3: waiting for any team to offer him the amount of money he wants. Yeah, but yes, this team especially. Uh, Look, I I, I think there's an opportunity here for um, any of these teams, Rangers especially, who don't because there's an uncertainty beyond this year with the TV deal you know they may not want to enter into a long term contract either there's a real good chance you can get at this stage of the game you might be able to get Snell Montgomery on one year deals we um, saw this a couple years ago right Minnesota ooh. with uh Correa ooh. was it late in the game mm-hmm. Correa is just not like a one year deal right
1: Snell Correa and Bauer
3: so like championships <laughs> i do think that there's, I i think we are approaching that date there's a cutoff day. I think these these players want to get in camps. I think we're approaching that date where you might be able to be like, hey, look, you know, Blake, we ain't going to give you nine for 270, but here's one for 30. You want to come pitch for us? I I, th- I think you might be close to that date.
2: Ooh, well, that sweet. look, I, I mean, Chris Young said, you know, never say never. Uh, he said we'll monitor everything. That's one of the things he was talking about yesterday, but he also kind of poured cold water on the idea of Montgomery coming back in that form because he did say he was like, look, we'll monitor it, but the reality is we're probably not making any more additions. This is what we have because I I think they're probably looking at it as we've got three studs coming to our rotation by the summer. We just got to get through the summer, man. Like like get through the first couple months of the season, get by next man up like we had happen so frequently yesterday or last year, and you know then we'll we'll roll into it with Scherzer. We'll get Malley. We'll get Degrom back. It'll be great.
3: Yeah, I, I think Snell's caught off guard here. This year, because you, you, you had the Dodgers spend a billion dollars, right? They spent a billion dollars on two guys. Um, I think he thought the market was going to be more robust, but, like, one team was out of it. Like, the one of the biggest markets was out of it. I think next year for him, and this that's why I think you might be able to get him on a one, I think next year from him, you know, the Dodgers may be back into it. If the Dodgers don't win this year, if the Dodgers don't win the World Series this year, like, they're, they're, their amount of money they would be willing to spend might go up. The Yankees, if they don't make the playoffs this year, their amount of money might go up. Um, there's there's a lot of avenues out there for him to make money. I I, I think that he may be better off waiting but, for next year with that that bag that he wants.
2: But wasn't that the whole idea? Was that the Dodgers didn't really spend a billion dollars this offseason? Like, Otani was taking his deferred payments and, like, hey, I'm freeing it up so you can't yeah. go get people like I mean, it's like still that. money on the books, though,
3: right? It's, yeah. like, it's still money they on the books. They owe board. it. They owe it eventually. Sure, they
2: owe it. But, I mean, the whole idea, like, Otani giving him the deal he did yeah. was, like, so that you can go sign people like Blake Snell right now. And, and well, we they did they that got that Yamamoto. No, Yamamoto. Yeah. No, that's what yeah. I mean, though, is that, like, I don't know that, that – like, I don't know that L.A. is going to be open to him. I, Maybe not. It's just, he is – there was – he was one of the loudest people complaining about how uncomfortable he was with the new pitching rules. And he had success with it in the second half of the season. He did. He had success with the second half of the season. Early in the season, he had a lot of struggles. But he was one of the ones who consistently, even through his success, was like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I don't enjoy it. And so I just wonder if there's some sort of view of, like, how, like, long-term sustainability with his discomfort with the new pitch clock rules.
1: Three things that a lot of people say about Snell. You know, strikeout artist, walk-prone, workload concerns. But Jordan Montgomery is out there. Is Trevor Bauer going to be picked back up? And where are the Rangers when it comes to some different power rankings?
3: Yeah, real quick on Snell. One more thing on Snell. Two years he's had in 2018 when the Cy Young 1.89. Last year when the Cy Young 2.25. His ERAs in the rest of those years 338 42, 32, 43, 404 354
4: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: There's some good years in there. and There's some bad, like it's like he's had two great years. You know, three pretty solid years, and then three like meh. Yeah, his peripherals are pretty good. Yeah, still, they yeah. are. They are, but like you're not paying thirty million a year for a four-two-four. Like you're just not going to do that. Um, but the Rangers and the Power Rankings, where are they? Um, obviously, sometimes when you win a title, they just automatically lazily put you at number one the next year. You know, not all, not everybody does that. I don't like doing that. Different teams sometimes. You're, yeah, catch lightning in the bottle,
1: whatever. This ain't charity, right? They, say, they don't. they don't.
3: Suck it for charity. Maybe UNICEF will get into the uh, baseball world someday, but as as of now, they're not in there. So we're going to go with this: <laughs> the LA Dodgers, number one. This I I, I am I am. This is going to be the most boring regular season for the Dodgers I've, we've ever seen. They won last year the the West by like fifteen games. They're going to win one hundred and ten games this year. There is there is no doubt they're going to be the playoffs unless all these injuries happen. And everything is a disappointment other than the final out in their favor. Yep. Uh, Braves number two. I think the first surprise of the board is at number three. The Houston Astros. Mm. Uh, they also interestingly made Josh Hader their closer. And that's not maybe it's not interesting, but I thought Preston did a really nice job as their closer. So I was a little bit surprised. Why but,
1: Why are you surprised that they're three?
3: Um, I mean, they didn't have a great year last year. But like they had a good year. Yeah. They came on at the end. Um, but they didn't have a they didn't have a fantastic—I I, I thought Baltimore would be ahead of them. Um, I, I thought the, the Rangers had a better year. Like, start to finish the Rangers, I thought, even though they didn't win the, the West, I thought the Rangers, start, start to finish, were the better team. Um, you know, I thought maybe Tampa might be ahead of them, too. Um, So, like, yeah, a little surprise. A little surprise to Houston at three. Uh, however, and, and also, like they, they mentioned Fromber, over his last 10 regular season starts— he averaged just over four and two-thirds and had an ERA of four 4.3. Uh, and his ERA was nine in the postseason. Is that a good ERA? No, it's not. So. It's bad. At number four, your Texas Rangers. Yay! Is a reunion with Jordan Montgomery inevitable? Don't bet against it. Agent Scott Boris is in good position with the Rangers brass. He directed Seager and Simeon to Texas and undoubtedly helped in moving Montgomery and Max there as well we has got a lot of guys tied up here. As the Rangers' RSN situation clears up, they should be able to pounce and set themselves up for a repeat run. Don't forget, Jake DeGrom is waiting in the wings. They're in good position to contend no matter what happens the rest of the spring. Here's
1: my question about what you said about them hoping for all the injured guys. Are they really legitimately believing in it, or do they have no choice but to believe in it? I would feel much better if you told me, look, they're terrified and worried. They know they can't put a ton of stock in DeGrom and Scherzer. And, oh, yeah. I, like or they just have no choice because the money's tied up and they've already paid the monster deals. I, I would at least like to know that you're thinking realistically I, even if you're stuck in the position. I think it's
3: slightly over 50% that he doesn't even pitch this year at all. Oh, which guy? DeGrom. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think it's I think it's you know, I I think the likelihood is that he might be able to come back in August or September, but like is it is it is it worth it? I mean, you know, obviously, yes. If you're going to win a championship, it is worth it. But
2: uh, second time John Man's scary. We we got to remember too. This, and, and I, I'm sorry if this is that they don't like it. It's off putting to them or whatever else. But this. This issue the Rangers have with transparency about some of their injuries—not that they have to be—but it's less about transparency. It's about actively like saying something opposite of what ends up being the reality. They kept telling us Degrom's fine, Scherzer's fine, guys are fine, and then they're not. And so it's like, okay, how can I even trust the timeline of Scherzer in June, you know, Malley in July, Degrom in August? I can't necessarily accept those. And so I think you're right. I think it's more about they have no choice. But I mean, if you hear Sandler, you know, and other people talk about it with, with Montgomery, like I mean, they. they could go back into that well potentially if they, they wanted to. It just it seems like they have reservations that are outside of just money. It looks like they are wondering about other things, and they're just trying to see long-term how much sense does this make for us. I
1: don't think Holland will mind this. I'm going to try to drag this out so he can frantically text, but he was just sending us his take on the pitchers. He said, am I, I don't think DeGrom is going to pitch until at least mid-August. Second TJ and so much money invested in him, they're not going to rush him back. Scherzer is more realistic, but he's older, coming back from a back injury. And if I'm not mistaken, going to be interesting uh, to see how his back responds. I hope he comes back dominating. Pay Monty and take the risk on Bauer. In all honesty, DeGrom may not even pitch again this year. Yeah,
3: look, uh, you, you do not have to convince me to take a risk on Trevor Bauer. Um, that, that is... He is going to be relatively cheap for a guy. Now, he hasn't pitched in the majors in, what, three years almost?
1: Do you think he'll ever pitch in the bigs again? Is this a permanent black ball? Uh,
3: I I think it's, man, I I don't know. I'll tell you this. Like, someone is going to take a chance on him at some point. If they do, it's going to be, like, out of a desperation. We've got a
2: bunch of injuries in the middle of the season, right? I don't know if someone's going to go into the year with them. The, the only thing is they can take teams in all professional sports. Generally, when you're talented, they can handle off the field heat. They can handle you being a bad locker room culture person. When you're both, that's when they start going like, how much is your talent really worth? And I think that's what hurts Bauer more than anything, is the fact it's that it's, it's, it's off the field. I know, but, but it's he's on, a jackass. Right, he's a Cy yeah. Young award winner who's not even been brought back into the majors right. despite being cleared. And it's because... Off the field heat, and he's apparently kind of a jackass. Yeah, that feels
1: like a month or two run where he can't poison a clubhouse. Injuries, over the top piece. Yeah, make him wait till after the All Star break. Absolutely, if if he comes back at all.
3: Yeah, like like you're you're going to be a team out there that doesn't have. Let's just let's just take Houston for example, right? Or take take a team that doesn't have a very good farm farm system right now. That's wants to compete. All right, they don't have the ammo to go make a trade. Uh, They do have. $5 $5 million to prorate over the final two months of the season for Trevor Bauer. I assume if he doesn't
2: pitch in the majors, he'll be in Japan. That's my assumption. My my biggest takeaway from this entire conversation about the pitching staff, though, is again, just how incredible it is that this team won the World Series. Yeah. Because I can't recall a team that has... And, and this is not a slight. This is just how impressive it was, was that they did. They hit on Evaldi, right? But if you look at from farm system through free agent acquisitions. I can't recall a Major League Baseball team missing on as high a rate of all of their pitching decisions as Texas and still winning a World Series. That's just incredible to me.
1: Then they adjusted something to an MLB rule yesterday?
3: Yeah, so there's an obstruction rule around the bases, and they intend to strictly enforce this obstruction rule. Um, Now, they're going to hold a video conference. They did that yesterday. So, like... If you're a fielder, second baseman, third baseman, or you're playing, you know, or shortstops too would, would, would fall into this too. If you're not in possession of the ball and you're not in the act of fielding the ball, you can't impede the progress of any runner. And they're focusing on like the latter part of that rule as it, they're viewing this as like the, they're calling it basically the Josh Donaldson, Ozzie Albee rule, right? There are some of the infielders whose names come up when it comes to blocking the base. They've already said you can't block home plate, and now they're doing the same thing with the other positions. This used to be policed by the players, right? You, 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 uh, you, you, you get the ball. You're ready to make a tag. You throw your knee down to stop the guy from sliding in. Well, it used to be you just go spikes up, take the, you know, and just just cut their leg. That's not really a part of the game as much anymore as it used to be. So it's a little bit different from that standpoint. Well, now. They're trying to outlaw this rule, and they are going to make it a more of a diligent enforcement of the rule.
1: Speaking of the Rangers on your home of the World Series champs, let's hook you up with tickets to their unofficial music. That's right, Tolos caller
4: number 10 right now at 877-881-1053 wins a pair of tickets to see Creed, three doors down, and much more at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth on November 13th. Get tickets and information now at livenation.com. That's caller number 10 at 877 881
0: 1053. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better